nervous, but I, today, today's the day. Today I'm gonna do it. Excuse me, miss. Would you be willing to, 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 to go on a date with me? Go on a date with you? Yeah. Ew. Oh! <laughs> okay, miss, I get the idea. Trouble at home. God? <laughs> no, it's even better. Even better, Pat Sajak. <laughs> yes, uh, looks like you were having trouble with the ladies. Well, you could say that. I'm 0 for 35. Well, maybe I can help. Hey, I was the voice you just heard. Now I'm real. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You just materialized out of the love zone. <laughs> I come from planet love. Universe love X. Wow. <laughs> or should I say XXX? Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Wait. Whoa. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Looks like you need some uh, some advice on how to deal with uh, dating, you know? Yeah. And since this is the 1950s, the only way, only one way I know how. <laughs> Dating PSAs. Do you want to have a romantic partner? Yeah. Do you want to... My heart sweet. Do you want your heart sweet? You want to complete your love quest, little yeah. man? Yeah. Well, put on a timer for one hour, because then I have to go back to the love dimension. <laughs> this is new. You're the one with the time. Because <laughs> I don't want to be here, loser. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> Sorry, i got to check my, my 1950s phone. <laughs> My iPhone minus four. <laughs> That's actually minus forty. One second, keep holding it. All right. So yes, uh, yeah, that that was really bad back there. What you just did. Uh, that was so. But I was so heartfelt. No, you were you were awful. You were you were terrible. Okay. Well, you know. <laughs> All right, set my timer. I, I pay by the hour, and I know you have no money, little munchkin. Okay. That was so antagonistic of an opening. Hi, guys. Welcome to I'll Give You an Hour. <laughs> uh, I'm Garrett. This is Trenton. This is Dating Advice from the 1950s. Are you ready? <laughs> my name is Trenbone. <laughs> hey, Trenbone. All right, so when you think of, before we get into it, like when you think of Dating Advice from the 1950s, what mm. do you think of Trenton? Um, like specifically? Yeah, like what's in your head when I say that? I specifically think of this game show that's really old. Yeah. Like maybe 1970. Yeah. It was in color. Where, uh, uh, this guy, it was called like the dating game or something, and it was like one lady who asked a bunch of people questions, and then by the end she decided who she wanted to take on a date, and one of the contestants was actually a serial killer. Whoa. Yeah, they didn't know that at the time. <laughs> I hope not. She, he actually won. Really? He was the one that won, but she decided not to go on a date with him because she found him kind of creepy. Hey, she was right. Yeah. Well, Good instincts on that last. Well, the dating advice from the 1950s is not really going by game shows, like the dating game or the newlywed game or the match game or mm. any kind of game show, really. What, I, what I'm talking about is like the old black and white PSAs that they showed to... Like adults, and they showed to children to get them to learn. They had dating PSAs. They had dating PSAs. Really? They, they had PSAs on how to not be a slob. They had PSAs. That's fair. They had PSAs on uh, don't be about not being gay. I saw that one. That was kind of ugh. But um, uh, but they also had dating PSAs as well. So. After you watch your one about going under your desk uh, to avoid being d destroyed by a nuclear bomb, uh, you can learn about how, how, how to date. Yeah, they, they did duck and cover, so you're supposed to just get under your desk and just wait. In a nuclear attack. Yeah. Well, I guess what else are you supposed to do? <laughs> at least you won't see it coming. Well, at least it, well, they couldn't really say, just get on your knees and pray, because right. that would be a lot more bleak. Yeah. Um, it doesn't put a lot of confidence in your government, I guess. So I ha I went and you watched... You over the best. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, we failed. So I went and watched a couple of uh, 1950s PSAs, and... Can I, can I get more tea? Um, no. Can we pause? Okay. Just pause for... I'm sorry, guys, just... Alright, Trent's back with his tea. That's called compromise, folks. So... <laughs> so... 
So I'm I, ready to learn how to kiss. <laughs> he wasn't drinking his tea. He was just motorboating nothing. <laughs> My lips are warm, teach. <laughs> Go ahead. Alright, so I have several PSAs that I've kind of summarized for you. Since we this is a visual, not a visual medium, it's an auditorial medium. So I'm just going to read you some notes. Like an audio book? It's like an audio book, a little bit. So I'm going to read you like the synopsises so you can learn about how to date in the 1950s, okay? Okay. So the first one we're going to talk about is dating do's and don'ts from the 19, from the 1940s. I can't wait. 1949, so it's close enough to the 1950s. I'm really interested to see what their do's and don'ts are. Okay, so this PSA follows Woody. He's a teenage boy who by chance is given uh, free admission to the Central Hi- <laughs> the Central High High Teen Carnival. Okay? Huh. It's like a carnival game. They just, It's just called the Central High High Teen Carnival. And there's like greasers having like dance battles. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, but it's funny, like most of these PSAs are made by the same company. So you'll always see that all the kids go to Central High because they just don't want to have like any town name associated with it. So the ticket is good, but it's only good for one couple. So you can't go to the High Teen Carnival by yourself. You have to have another person. What? So what the freak? So he has to find a date because Woody really wants to go, and Woody is very nervous because he's never dated anyone before. But he really, really wants to go. So he starts to ponder who he should ask out to go on a date with, and then that's when this big title goes on the screen. It says, "How do you choose a date?" And this voiceover goes kind of through Woody's process, and they give three options on who you could take on a date. Three. Three options. Really narrow it down for you, don't they? <laughs> it makes it really simple. Yeah, I like that. Well, option one... I know exactly who to shoot for. <laughs> who to aim at. <laughs> well, option one considers going by looks alone. Okay? That's an option? That was an option. Option one, you can go and uh, go by looks alone. Like, uh, well, I guess if you don't know any women. Classmate Janice is very good looking and everyone wants to date her. But the issue is... She's probably really shallow. Yeah, yeah. So they said the issue was, if you are, according to the video, if you go by someone by looks alone, she will act superior to you. And she'll probably be bored the entire time. Ooh. Even if you are having, like, the time of your life, she is not going to like you. It's true. true. Um, This would make Woody feel... I'd be surprised uh, she, if she even said yes. It says, if you do this, Woody uh, would make him feel too awkward and inferior to her. And so he would not have a good time. Mm. Um, so, option two is, well, if you don't want to feel inferior... Uh, <laughs> someone really ugly. <laughs> Still going by looks. No, no, no. Not, Just by, choose somebody who lives in a sewer. <laughs> not by that. They, he said, well, if you don't want to feel inferior, option two has the bright idea of date an inferior woman. <laughs> yeah! I don't know what that is supposed to mean exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but that is what they said. Date an inferior woman. Um, Betty is a class... <laughs> Poor Betty. <laughs> Betty. Poor Betty getting thrown under the proverbial bus. Uh, Betty is a classmate that was considered, but according to the video, she would not be too much fun. I don't really know what they mean by her being inferior. The video just says she's inferior, and they're just having a conversation with each other, and Woody doesn't look bored or anything, they're just talking. Um... <laughs> So I don't know what she's doing, but she's doing it wrong. Yeah, you gotta feel bad for Becky. Um, What was her name? Betty. Betty, Sorry. Even we're forgetting her name. She's so (laughs) inferior. She is so forgettable. (laughs) Uh, Like it it would be funnier actually if it's like or option two, you can date an inferior woman, and it shows like a woman wearing a potato sack with dirt all over her face, eating from the trash can. (laughs) She would be too boring. Uh, I need a more interesting woman. Someone who doesn't, like, uh, paint her nails with uh, uh, rat guts. Um, <laughs> wow, that's hardcore. Option three introduces, introduces the idea of dating Anne. Anne likes to have fun and knows how to relax. And she can be someone that Woody can be appreciated. And uh, they say in the video, men like it when women appreciate them. Which I think is, true. is fair. Yeah, I would say that's true for anybody. Uh, Woody decides Anne is the one for him, and he decides to ask out Anne. And this mm. is how we move Good on choice, to lesson Woody. two. Oh. Okay, so uh, 
This was lesson one, picking a woman. Yeah, picking a woman is how do you choose a date. Lesson two is how to... Ask out. Ah. Ask out for a date. Um, so what happens is Woody has a conversation with his older brother. His older brother's kind of a stud. He, he looks like a greaser. He has a leather jacket. He <laughs> yeah, has he does. hair back. And he's like, oh, 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 I see that you have a date. You're trying to get a date, huh? Hmm? You're trying to date Anne, huh? And, and, he, and he walks past her, picks up the phone, is like, hey, babe, I'm picking you up on 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, come on. And he closes, <laughs> he, 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 uh, he, he closes the phone by like, hanging up. Oh, man. He hangs up the phone he and goes to dinner. Comes back his hair. And so That's Woody's like, it, man, kid. my brother's so cool. He can get dates like nothing. His brother is pretty cool. And so after seeing him do it, he decides he's going to ask out Anne right then and there. So he picks up the phone and he gives him three options. The video goes, how do you ask for a date? All right, here's option one. Woody picks up the phone and says, uh, uh, Anne... Uh, well, uh, how about a date? Uh, well, uh, I mean, and then Anne goes... Sounds like a winner to me. <laughs> Anne goes, oh, sorry, no thanks, Woody. And then she hangs up and sighs looks, and walks away. Mm. So, we can go with option two instead, because that works so well. Right. Uh, Man, it sure helps to be able to roll back your choices. <laughs> I love being the protagonist. Woody's a time traveler. <laughs> He, ha- he has yeah. that power. That, that didn't go- work. Let's try again. You go back in time like eight seconds. I wish I could save and load. Uh, option two, uh, he picks up the phone and says, Howdy, Ann. What you doing Saturday night? Ann says, uh, I guess I'm busy. Woody says, Oh, yeah? Any chance you can give him the brush off for me? <laughs> and she goes, And my word! And hangs up. <laughs> and she's so angry. I would have thought that would work. <laughs> Worked for Buzz. <laughs> uh, option three. Uh, Anne, this is Woody. I have tickets to the High Teen Carnival this Saturday. Would you like to go? And she goes, oh, that sounds like fun. It's like, yeah, uh, is is okay if I pick you up at seven? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let me just ask my mom, but I think it'd be okay. All right, cool, thanks. Let me know. So which one would you go for? <laughs> Well, apparently the only one that worked was being a freaking vanilla, <laughs> vanilla milk boy. So, Van- be, being a nerd didn't work. Being a cool greaser didn't work. So being a nerd works. You just got to be an even Steven kind of guy. Yeah, just uh, don't stutter. If you have a stutter, I'm sorry. You're you're not getting a date ever. I guess. Yeah. Um. Hey, 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 hey Anne. <laughs> you want to drop that loser for me? <laughs> I would fall for There we right go. There. there we go. A mix between Option the two. four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, that was sharp. All right. So, um, so uh, after the date's been set, we take a, a, a second to breathe. Uh, we have Anne. We see Anne getting ready for her date. She's really excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, her little sister walks in and asks questions. Yes. Uh, like, what are you going to do on the date? Because she's like, Oh, you're just going to a carnival? I thought he would like take you like horseback riding or something. And Anne says that. Excuse me. What was her name? Uh, what, what the, the little, little sister? sister? I don't know. She's just a little sister. I don't think she has a name. Let's call her Lil. Lil. Dang, Lil. Okay, you got some lofty <laughs> expectations for a four-year-old for a first date. Yeah. All right, they're like middle schoolers. Yeah. Anne says that dates are just like hanging out. Okay, with uh, a friend. And, like, that's it. The purpose is to have fun with each other, with a very specific person. And dates shouldn't have to be expensive. A girl, oh, shouldn't, a girl shouldn't want her man to spend all of his money on one date because he might not ask her out again. Or, she, or he won't have enough money even if he wanted to date. Anne's a winner. I mean, yeah. What a woman. Like, the only thing, like, with this is I'm like, I'm like, this is really much in, like, 1950s standard, you know? But I'll talk about like what I think works and what doesn't at the end of this one. Oh, I'm an old guard. I love <laughs> Anne. I want to marry Anne. All right, so uh, Woody then uh, gets some advice from his family before his date. His parents say uh, first impressions are very important, so never be late. And his parents mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. yeah, I had a girl. Uh, uh, sorry, her mom was like, I had a guy once. <laughs> Dang, mama. <laughs> College, huh? And like he, he let me wait for an hour, and that's how... Him as him and his his parents met up because he was the next one in line after he messed up and he was made sure he was ten minutes early. Mm. 
Yeah, daddy. And then after that, his brother is leaving for his date, and he has flowers. And and Woody's like, uh, should I have flowers? And he's like, no, 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 no. Flowers are for a special occasion, okay? You don't bring flowers to a first date. That's tacky. Only if you really want to, but it would look a little weird. But do it if you really want I'm to. I'm inclined to agree with the father. <clears throat> You don't want you don't want to get you don't want to be too in there on the first date. You yeah, know? it's like you getting to know each other. You know, yeah, no big deal. I, I feel like flowers on a first date is a is a very bad look. Yeah, got to keep it simple. Too, keep ex- it nice. too many expectations. Right, right. Then Woody and Anne have their date, and it's a fun affair. When the night winds down after the date happens, mm. um, we head back to Anne's front porch, and now we go into lesson three. I feel like we skipped some steps there. <laughs> But like how to interact with a woman? <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you talk to one? You got it from here, champ. How do you ask for a date? You are stuttering over your words, or you're sexually harassing her, and, right. and now you can have a perfect date, and it's just fine. <laughs> if your answer was jump on her back and ride her like a koala, <laughs> that was probably not a good move. Yeah, but you got it from here. That's all you need from us. So when the date is over, it's now time to ask, "How do you say good night?" Okay. Mm. That's a good one. All right, Trent, pick the best option. Okay, what do you do? I'm going to whistle for my steed, throw her on the back, and ride off into the moonlight. Option one, do you aggressively lunge at her passionately, trying to make out with her? <laughs> I won you that time. <laughs> Jeez. Aggressively lunge. That's the nomenclature I use. Option two, do you walk to her door... Say, well, so long, and walk by back to your car before you can say something. That doesn't seem like a good move either. You just go, well, so long. <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you just leave. Yeah. Option three. Though that is very Sigma. <laughs> and I do approve of that. Have a little conversation about how the night went, and maybe make plans for the next time. Say goodnight to each other, and leave. That seems logical. What is the option you want to go with? One, two, or three? I'm an aggressive man. Option one. <laughs> you know? That was correct. See, <laughs> make your make you know that you're in charge. Yeah. Stake your claim. <laughs> make your mark. Okay. Go to jail. Uh, okay. So actually, that was wrong. Is option three. So. Man, this one's hard. Well, it's a good thing you're going through these PSAs because you wouldn't know this unless I I told you. This this pop quiz is tough, Teach. Alright, so, um, okay, so, let me talk about, like, what kind of works and what kind of doesn't. We can talk about this, open discussion here. Um, I think one of the, one of the things is, they don't t- say, what do you do if someone says no? <laughs> to go on any other Well, date. I think they assume that you will cry. <laughs> that is the correct answer. Well, it's so. like, how do you ask for a date? That Not once did they say, well, what if she says no? What if, uh... What if that's the thing? It's like, I want to ask Anne out. They do kind of assume success, don't they? Well, I, I guess it's like, well, how do you pick a date? And I, they're actually saying, pick someone who will say yes. <laughs> Man, it's genius. You can't fail. That was nice. That was amazing. Classy. I did not do that on purpose. And uh, so you had two options where you got to no. know. And option two, howdy Anne, what you doing Saturday night? And she said she was busy. She could have been busy. Option True. three removed the option of her being busy at all. <laughs> no, I'm free. Perfect. It's a different universe now. <laughs> I don't know what to think. Well, I think assuming assuming she wasn't ever busy. Yeah. Uh, Anne's a liar, <laughs> and so that's what we know. She's afraid of uh, confrontation. Yeah. She's a liar. She's a coward. Okay. <laughs> So, you know, I choose option four. I skedaddle, skedoodle. Yeah, I go by myself and be my own couple. Yeah. I go stag. I date the uh, the amusement park equipment. <laughs> I date the Ferris wheel. Would you come to the whole thing, to the couple's dance with a puppet? <laughs> this is my heart, sweet, my love boat. <laughs> Do you think they would let you? <laughs> Do you think they would let you into the high team? Oh no, they seem pretty discriminating <laughs> at Central High. All right, so uh, after the yeah, so after the date's been set, uh, talking, talking to it. Well, the whole time we, we're only getting a guy's perspective. The only time we get a girl's perspective on the whole thing is them saying, 
Yeah, but you don't want to spend all of his money. You need to make it sure you spend as little money as possible. Because that's what the guy wants. And I'm like, we could have used some more, like, women. You know, good stuff in there. And also, it does not tell you how to interact with somebody on a date. Well, plot twist. Everyone that worked on this was a woman. Oh, cool. What do you do now? Um, I still say... Your move, Sherlock. I would say the women did a bad job. There should be more women in there. Dang. <laughs> and I should know they did a wrong, a bad job, because I'm a man. So. I want to spend all my money. <laughs> Break me. <laughs> Break me, Mom. <laughs> Making me spend everything. Yeah. Cash cow. What is it called when a guy wants somebody to use their credit card? I think I think they're a cash cow. Or a cash pig. Or, I don't know. I forgot, we probably, oh, what's that called? What's a, it called? When a wallet? A, I'm your wallet? What's it called when a guy like wants a woman to use his credit card and buy just everything? A sugar baby? A sugar sugar daddy? Sugar, yeah, yeah, sure. A gold digger? Kind of. It's more like they like the feeling. No, of that's what the broke. guy wants. Yeah. The guy wants to spend all of his money. He doesn't want to buy stuff for her. For he like, her for to like buy a stuff. sexual thrill. Right. Spoiled? There's a word for there it. There is a word. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though. Oh, come on, Lauren. We really got sidetracked. Sorry about that. Thank you, thank you, Lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, landlord. You can go back into the. Yeah, you can go back under the uh, the couch. All right, <laughs> so that's where you've been this whole time. <laughs> so yeah, but they don't tell you how to like be on a date, which I feel like is like what you need to know for a thing called dating do's and don'ts. Yeah. And um, yeah. Okay, so uh, what do you think? What do you think on uh, dating do's and don'ts? Do you think that that gave you some good ideas? I found nothing overtly wrong with it. Okay. I mean, it seems pretty logical. Don't choose the don't choose the shallow, most beautiful woman in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't choose the the rat <laughs> nail. <laughs> don't don't choose the feral animal named yeah. Betty. Yeah. Don't literally date the fanged boar. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't date the fanged boar. Sounds like such a interesting T-shirt slogan. It's a book I'm working on. Um, but, All right. Yeah, I don't think you should blow the bank on the first date. Yeah, you probably uh, shouldn't. You probably shouldn't aggressively try to lunge and kiss at someone. Right, that seems ill-advised. I think a first date shouldn't be. Uh, you don't want them to be like okay. You've agreed to this first date, so we're an item now. Yeah. No. 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 Call, call, slow your roll. There's one I didn't write a lot of stuff down, but it was uh, there was one called Going Steady, um, which was talking about that same thing, which was like, you can go on dates with people, but like when you want to go steady, that's like you're making a choice, and you're not really like like boyfriend girlfriend you're like right above that mm. you're like you're right you're almost there you're almost mm. a boyfriend girlfriend's mm-hmm. territory um and it's like you can date anyone else exclusively but like there's a point where you need to start asking like, but that's like after like date eight or something right well i feel like asking someone especially that you don't know or know passingly would you be willing to go on a you know a date with me? Yeah, it's like that already sets the tone. Like I would like to get you know to get to know you better mm-hmm. for the eventuality of a relationship. Yeah, you know, so it's like yeah, the flowers unnecessary. You don't need to do anything super crazy. In fact, if you go horseback riding, you're probably not going to get to talk to her as much as you should. Yeah, exactly. So you want to, and you know, you want to do something. I don't think you should do a movie for a first date because you're not going to get to talk to him. That's true. Getting to talk to him is important. Hey, hey, you're do the, something like a dinner. Hey, you're the one who needs dating advice here. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, Teach. <laughs> so I'm a Melvin. See, since that last one, dating do's and don'ts, did not really say what you need to do on a date. I, I have another PSA called "What to Do on a Date." Mm. Okay, so that I feel like that works. Thank goodness. So, yeah, because with all this information, I'm a shoe in to get in. You know, to get in the gate, I'm a shoe in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we already, yeah, you already know how to ask someone out. But let me go ahead and right, that's uh, easy. <laughs> Game over. So now, all right. So we're know. going to talk. How do I get a high score? To you? <laughs> I don't. I don't get an extra life. So uh, this story follows Jeff, Kay, and Nick. Um, what happened to Woody and Ann? This is completely different people. And Lil and different, Buzz. Different story. Uh, so this well, is well. I'm not invested anymore. <laughs> no, you'll like these guys. I love Woody and Ann. Uh, uh, Jeff, uh, it's like the Notebook all over. Again. I'll, I'll I'll make it interesting. Jeff is an astronaut. 
K is an alien, and <gasps> and 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 Nick is a is a talking sentient anthropomorphic dog. Whoa! Okay. Dang. Okay. So just imagine that when I'm telling you the story. So wait, Nick? No. Yeah, Nick is the dog person. K is the alien, and Jeff is an astronaut. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. So Jeff knows that Nick the likes K. Yes, the Jeff the astronaut knows that Nick the dog likes K the alien. Right. Um, and Man, this is more this is exciting already. <laughs> wow. And he wants Nick to ask. He wants Nick to ask her out. What kind of what kind of alien? Like Miss Martian. Miss Martian. Ooh. But like with a couple extra tentacles. That's for, a hot tamale. Flavor. Oh my goodness. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, Jeff knows that Nick wants to ask out K. Nick uh, wants to ask her out, but Nick is nervous. Mm. Jeff and his girlfriend are already going to this like this like kind of like setting up like a thrift store kind of thing. Like it's a rummage sale, like a big yard sale happening, and um, and they're just like setting up for the community center. Yes. And he's like, "Why don't you? Why don't you take Kay to our little thrift shop and setting up? That would be fun, right? And, and we can make it like a double date." Nick thinks that's a terrible idea, and that's no place to go to a first date because Nick's like, "We should go to the movies. We should we should like do something really nice." And and there's like a really popular movie that's happening right now, and so he's like, "I'm going to take her to the movies." And Jeff goes, "All right," and he hands the phone to him, and he's like, "Call her." And then he, Man, Jeff, what a guy. Nick calls Kay. He's super nervous. He's like stumbling on his words. But he's like, uh, 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 excuse me, Kay. It's tough for an old dog to learn new tricks. I, I, I want to I know if you would like to go to see Stagecoach tonight. And she goes, oh, really? Are you really set on the movies? Because uh, I, I've already seen it. And he goes, you seen it? And... That's when Jeff. <laughs> that's when you seen it. Oh, that's <laughs> I can imagine that. And then that's when Jeff is right next. He's like, "Tell her about the little the community Jeff's center." Jeff's a king. And he's and then he goes, "Okay, would you like to go to the scavenger sale and and help set up?" And Kay goes, "Yeah, that sounds like fun. I'll do that." And he goes, oh. you, "Really? You would? Wow! Uh, I'll pick." I'll pick you up later. And then Jeff goes, "Yes, see, look, look at you now, <laughs> Romeo." Automobile. All right. So, when going on a date, so they go together, and yeah. while they're there, they're having a, a like they're having fun. They're setting some stuff up, and they're saying like over the over the intercom, like, "Look at them. They're having lots of fun. You should always go on a on a date with with lots of activities happening where there's lots of people." That's where you should probably go on a date when you first start getting to know someone, because that's how you can know how they interact with people, and if you like to interact with them. Hmm. Um, and okay. then it goes to Jeff and Not Kay, bad. and he's like, it goes to Nick and Kay, and they're like, are you really having fun, Kay? Is this really a place you want to be? And Kay's like, oh yeah, this is awesome. I'm loving this place. And he's like, whoa, okay. Well, I'm going to go get some more screws. And he goes, she goes, okay, see you later. Then he's going to the uh, bulletin board. He, he like sneaks away like to get some screws. He knows the bulletin board there. And he's like, wait a second. This is where Jeff must get his dates ideas. And he looks at the bulletin board and it has a whole bunch of like 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 activities that are going on at the community center. Mm. And he's like, wait a second, it all makes sense now. Um so it like so that's when like this uh announcement voice comes up and it says uh, talk about going to local events in your area. See what the person you're dating or want to date would enjoy. Doing things w- uh, by loc- with uh, doing things with your local activities in your community makes sure that you can have a good time in a group, and also makes sure that costs are down because usually those things are paid for. That's true. And it also rele- uh, relieves the added pressure of setting something up and having someone's hopes. Like crushed if you, it doesn't go well. Now this assumes I live in an affluent neighborhood with a community center. Yeah, that, 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 there's less of that now than. Now than what if I live in a 50s? trailer park where everybody has a shotgun and is, and is distrustful of each other? Then you go uh, and and go rat hunting with your big hammer. What if I live in the jungle? Then you go with your monkey friends and go rat hunting with your big hammer. <laughs> I was listening to that today. It's called trashing. 
They say that double dating is a good idea when you start to date someone because it removes the tension and stress. And and it's also good to know someone in a double dating scenario so you know if you want to date them one-on-one solo. I feel like a double date would add to the tension for me. Really? Depends on who the other person was, maybe. Yeah. But then I would also be worried... That I would be outshined by whoever else got bronze. So you go to a double date with your, with your date, and then like, and they only like my friend. I'm like, hey, gummit. And then the, your friend walks walks out the movie theater with both arms <laughs> with the girls. Dang it, Jeff! Oh man, I knew I shouldn't have brought don't, an astronaut. I'm only a dog. <laughs> don't go double dating with someone who's like Leonardo DiCaprio or something. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't bring the movies. <laughs> And like Leonardo DiCaprio was like, "All right, Trent, you ready for the double date?" And he's like, "And he's and he's like, uh, I, oh, I'm 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 really sorry, man. I I don't think I'm gonna go to the double date tonight." It's like, "Oh, really? I wanted to see Stagecoach tonight." It's like, "Oh well." And then you go on a date with your your date, and Leonardo comes in with his date, and he realizes that you lied to him, and now the girl is going to go to Leonardo. So it doesn't work. It doesn't work, Trent. Dang it. <laughs> I lose no matter what I do. <laughs> they say you are what you eat. I don't remember reading a huge disappointment. <laughs> anyway, Nick is later asking Jeff, Wow, there's so many things to do on a date. How do I know what I should do when I ask like Kay out for the next date? And Jeff says, Dude, just go ask her. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, Jeff is so alpha. And he goes, oh, crap. Wow, you're right. And so wow. Jeff, Jeff went to Kay and was like, "I gotta talk, talk to her. <laughs> what an idea!" He he, he goes to to Kay. He's like, "Hey, I had a lot of fun. Do you want to go on another date?" And Kay says, "Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh." Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so what he decides to do is he gives Kay three options. Would you like to go to the weenie roast they're happening having at the rec center? Or would you want to go to a bowling party that's happening around here? Or would you want to go see a local band? And Kay said she would love to go to the weenie roast because it sounds like fun. But that then, is the one I would choose too. I like Kay. And she said, well, only if it was okay with him. And he said, Aww. yeah, absolutely. The re- Weenie Rose is actually what I want to do anyway. Yes. And and so he was also going to ask before the whole thing closes if they would like to make it a double date with Jeff and his girlfriend. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, that would be sweet. And then as he walks away, the narrator goes, and now you know what to do on a date. Goodbye. <laughs> and then ends. Which I will say, that is not what to do on a date. <laughs> I was about to say the dag, and now we're going into the double date. Yeah. So this is now this I, is this is how to set up a date. This is not what to do on a date because yeah. the whole time they were just doing. They didn't say anything. Right. They were just automatically having fun. I think that's one of the issues with these. They don't they don't really know how humans work together <laughs> in a date scenario. Yeah, I'm very bad at. I don't know. I don't know. What? I don't. I don't go on dates. Yeah. If that wasn't obvious. Well, well, well. Here's the thing, though. I just gave you some advice on how to set up a date, and here's the thing: if you don't want to go steady, that's fine. You can just date a little bit. You can go on a date with one person doesn't work out. That's fine. You had fun, and then you can go on another date with somebody else because you need to test the waters. I just don't like meeting people that much. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the only way for me to uh, date somebody would be to already know them and be friends with them. Yeah. Which is an issue because I don't want to meet them in the first place. Yeah. I don't like hanging out with people that much. I don't like friends. I'm a loner. (laughs) You're like the only person that pulls me out of my freaking house. Yeah. And I'd like it that way. I have to get a big spatula so I can get you out of that chair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And my butt makes a (laughs) sound. It looks like melted cheese being ripped from a pizza. Cheese. Uh, <laughs> My fat and clothes just melt off me as I play. Uh, I guess um, it's time for the podcast. Why can I not make that sound? Oh, there it is. <laughs> the suction's released. There you go. You got to make it. Yeah. So Trent, uh, now you have your date. Cool. You you've been dating for a while. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> So now we go on a double date. If Honey Pop is any any indication, double date—that's a whole new game. That's the sequel. 
You know? I'm not ready for this. It's a different mechanic. Listen, this is 1950s honey pot. <laughs> oh, exists. right. Um, okay. It's just so good. I thought it always existed, like the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> it's, right. it's my guiding light. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to see the bubbles. <laughs> Mother, help! You're trying so hard to have a date with someone, and you're just like, you're like looking to them. Passion, like, passion. Where's the passion? You're, lo- you're looking at them from like one side, so they're only in your left eye, and then yeah. you're just like trying to click things around. <laughs> you're like sweating. Get naked. <laughs> Hear the music, please. All right, so now it's time to know mm. if you're actually in love. Man, I'm a sad say. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't. Now we have to talk about how do you know if you're really in love, Trenton? Oh wow! All right, so here. Well, usually there's a bar at the bottom of the screen. It <laughs> <laughs> tells you the affection level. Wrong. Oh crap! You had bad. You you had bad advice. Trent. I'm really up Crap Creek with a turn for a paddle now. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about two youngsters. I, I, don't, I didn't write their names down, so we'll call them uh, Bob and Jeff. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just reuse Jeff. Oh, two dudes? Uh, you know what? This is 1950s. Um, Janet and Dave. What about Pam? Pam and Dave. And Hogan. <laughs> Pam and Hogan. There we go. The names have been decided. It's Pam and Hogan. Yes. Two youngsters have been dating for two months. Pam is a powerhouse. The guy says, I love you to the girl. So Hogan says, I love you to Pam. And mm. Pam doesn't know if she can say it back. And this leads her to go home in a tizzy. She goes and asks her mm. mom, uh, hey, mom, how do you know if I'm if it's love I'm feeling? Do you, know, do you think I'm actually in love with Hogan? That's a good question, Pam. Mom goes and tells her daughter about the different stages of love. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she like goes on like this big thing, like how do you, how do you grow and develop? Uh, so, oh, what she says, sorry, how you grow and develop, um, is, is also the ability of how you can love and be loved. Mm. So she goes by the different stages by flipping through this big old photo album Mm. of showing Pam during her life. And when she was like going through it, how, when she was loving differently. So the mom says, stage one is your baby. You love your parents. You love him with all of your heart. Right. And this is a natural form of love that is like born into you. Stage two is when you get a little bit older and you start to like love stuff like your teddy bear or your different toys. And the stage two of love is the love of your things and your possessions. Mother is so wise. So then we go into stage three, and that's you learn to return love by being nice to your family and caring back. And by the way, they also say in here, some people don't know, like, it's not like one-to-one, like you are going to, by this age, going to the next stage. Mm. Some people will have to just learn through time to get to the other stages. And some people may never get to the other stages. That's not what I wanted to hear, Mom. So, so... You're telling me I can lose? I mean, some people do. Dang. So you have to learn... So you have to... If you only love the things around you and you don't care about anyone else, you have to learn to return love by being nice to your family and caring for others. Mm. Stage four is loving your friends. Alright? Just like hanging out with your friends, chilling out with your friends, you'll do anything for your friends, and that's stage four. A stage four kind of love. Straight up. Stage five is when you crush on people and and the feeling isn't mutual. So being heartbroken is mm. a sense of is, is a stage of love by having that want and desire and not getting it. Um I already passed that. Good. Good. Um so I'm I'm at least to stage 7. <laughs> That's stage 5, man. Don't oh. don't get ahead of yourself. Crap. So with this you'll you'll learn like to you'll you'll learn about like who you should love and and also disappointment. Mm. Stage six when you are actually dating someone. Man, this is a high hurdle. <laughs> Man, difficulty five just to, went from one to Dark Souls. Five to six is really high. Yeah. Um, five or six is dating, and this this is called puppy love. To get to the stage five, you just have to fail. <laughs> <laughs> to get to stage six, you have to win the whole game. Like what the freak? You're right. Um, so, uh, 
<laughs> stage six, getting married. So you're stage six is oh, dating gosh. and puppy love. So this is like your first relationship to experience how how to love and be loved by somebody. Uh, you must first um, like with this one. Most first relationships will fizzle out due to inexperience from both parties, mm. or just by one party, and that's one of the reasons why it doesn't work out. Right, and it's essential in to having a good relationship to have ended relationships beforehand. Uh, so, uh, start uh, start by just dating some randos and like getting through that stage, and uh, maybe eventually you can have a better relationship down the line. Stage seven after puppy love is physical love. Um, and it's often mistaken Mother? as ma- mature love. Oh, oh yes. dang, mama dropping the truth bomb. So, so physical love is is puppy love, <coughs> but with physical aspects to it, which mm. people think makes it a bigger deal, but it's not. It is a big step, uh, uh, the, physical, the physical love, um, mm. but it's not something that defines a true core of love in the truest form. Right. And Sage 8 is love of the truest form, which is mature love. This is every kind of love, like, wrapped up into one single entity. It is subtle, it is tender, unselfish, and cooperative. Those are her words, exactly. That's Stage 8. Stage 8, the final stage. Pam asks, Mother, what stage are you at? She says, Stage 9. And then she begins to float. <laughs> oh, whoa. Stage, stage 9. And then she starts speaking in tongues. <laughs> you know, I didn't see Loving love. a greater power. You know, I didn't see love of God on here. <laughs> yeah, where's that at? Um, okay. I'm to my Christian PSAs. So, Pam's like, I want that. I want mature love. I want the ultimate love experience, Mother. <laughs> Slow down, slow down, sweetheart. You're 12. <laughs> no, this was an older girl. This, she's like okay. 18. Okay. Um, but, um, so she says, okay, if you want mature love, you need to ask these exact questions to yourself, okay? Mm. If you're in a relationship, ask yourself, are we interested in the same things? Mm, that's important. Do we feel at ease with each other? Oh, that's super important. Are we proud of each other? Oh, that's so important. I love that one. I are do we like proud of each other? I never thought can about you, that. Before. Right? Can you show off? Can you show this person to the world and say, "Yes, that that's my that's that's my that's that's mine." She's not inferior. Right. That's mine, and I'm hers. Right? Do we agree on religion? Mm, Do we that's agree important. on marriage? That's important. Do we agree on children? That's important. Do we agree on money? It's important. Those are all the questions that you need to answer, and if you say yes to all of them. Then you most likely are in mature love. Dang, mama! <laughs> Dang, no! It's almost, Hold like a, on. it's almost like a group of people chose her words carefully. Hold on, tell me you didn't think that was great. I think it's, I think it's very good. That was that's fantastic advice. Yeah, what I, the freak. I will say I was surprised how good most of the dating advice I've seen because I thought it was going to be very misogynistic. There was one yeah, thing I did. I would have expected so as well. I, there's one thing I did see uh, on there was working with women in the workplace, which isn't really dating related, so I I didn't include it. But there was one guy and he was like trying to help a, a woman and he was like this woman's an idiot and she was actually painted as an idiot. She didn't know what she was doing. Mm. And then this a guy comes to this girl and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm your your new uh, mechanical engineer." It's like mechanical engineer, and then he bursts down the door to his boss's office. Like, what in the world are you doing? And he's like, what? You hired a woman to be a, a, a engineer? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, there's no problem with it. She has a great resume. She's a woman. Oh, ho, ho, ho. And then he goes down the line of all of the lists of why that women are bad. And the boss is just like has a big smile on his face and says, so. <laughs> I like the boss. He's like, "What well, you stupid?" Yeah, and and then instead of like having an end to it, it just said, "What do you think is the problem with women in the workplace?" And then that's the end of it. <laughs> they don't answer it. They don't tell don't you. Know. Hey, hey, they're getting people to think. <laughs> I'm just saying they want a thinking problem. All I if if you back were, then they had higher standards. If you were a bigot, you'd be like, "Yeah, that guy's right," and it doesn't you're tell right. you you're wrong. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Right? It says, what's the problem with women in the workplace? Yeah, and then it's like... Can you answer that? No. There is no problem. Exactly. There you go. That's your answer. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess... 
it might be better to keep it clear cut for the stupid people. Yeah, and, and this is 1950s, so there's lots of stupid people back there. I don't know, yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe they were thinkers. Maybe they were <laughs> thinkers back then. They didn't read into stuff that no one should think about, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the PSA I'm actually talking about. Um, so it's a good detour, though. Pam and Hogan go on a double date with um, with Hogan's older brother and mm. his fiance, the uh, Hulk. Yes. <laughs> so Bruce, <laughs> Bruce, Hulk and Bruce, Hulk and Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and so Pam decides to study how they how they are and if they have mature love. Oh. And during the entire... Pam's di- got those cyborg eyes. <laughs> uh, and also, just to clarify, uh, they, they go to a Chinese restaurant, and one of the, one of the guys uh, says, Whoa, cool, Chinese doorman. Never seen that before. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Chinese doorman? <laughs> oh, whoa, a Chinese doorman. Never seen that before. Pretty cool. And okay. I'm, and I'm like... <laughs> okay. And I'm like, yep. If you didn't know it was the 1950s, that's how you're going to know. <laughs> Because we have Chinese doormen all over the place now. <laughs> right. Uh, in fact, exclusively. They're not allowed to work any other job. Thank goodness for progress. <laughs> That's the future of the 1950s. Hey, you know another now. way you could interpret that? What? That Chinese people were just so lofty. They always had the fancy jobs. Finally, one's brought down to our level. <laughs> Racist motherfucker. That is, Finally, that he's is, a doorman. That is not what they are saying. But so. maybe. <laughs> you know. In the fiction. <laughs> Um, right. All right. I'm so, just giving them benefit of the doubt. <laughs> so they go on the date, and you can see that um, uh, Hulk and Bruce they're having a wonderful time, and they're like not only Hulk and Bruce is that the woman and the man's yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah, Hulk okay. is the girl. Okay. <laughs> um. So Hulk awesome. and Bruce, they're, they're like like talking about like experiences. They they can finish each other's sentences. They're, they clearly have a long relationship, and they are talking about their past experiences together. Mm. And, uh, and like, Pam and Hogan, like, they can barely hold a conversation because they barely know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they really have nothing in common with each other. Like, for some reason, in all of these PSAs, everyone only listens to classical music. I do not know why. It, it might be just to avoid copyright. But they don't even make up a fake band. They say, so, um, Pam, do you like Mozart? And she goes, no, not really. But, like, the other couple is talking about, like, oh, yeah, they're doing this great, like, Bach thing at the at the local rec center. We have to listen to it. We have to go. And it's like, that's weird. They were classy back then. <laughs> what can I say? Um, they were elegant. And, like, like, the entire time, like, there, it's really awkward. And Pam's like, I don't think we're in love right now. And so they go back to her place. They're at the doorstep. And she goes, I don't know, Hogan. After seeing them and talking to my mom about mature love, I don't think that's something we have. And he's like, okay, we can just date. Yeah, I like that. And that's it. It's over. <laughs> if this was realistic, you know, Hogan would be like, Come on, babe. What do you mean? We're in love. What are you talking about? Come on. Come on, baby. You're my ride or die. <laughs> Come on. Come on. And by the way, they've only been dating for three three months anyway. So, so yeah, yeah. But then again, like the person I <laughs> the person I dated already said, I love you. We're <laughs> dating for like two months too. So whatever. Yeah. I, mean, I find it interesting to uh, test your relationship that early. <laughs> Do we love each other? Come I on. barely know you, ho. Oh. <laughs> Say it. Say it. calm down. You love me. I'm sorry. Give me sentience. <laughs> Give me your brain, your knowledge. Oh, gosh. Starts dr- drinking your gray goo. <laughs> Tentacles. Drink my gray goo. Um, okay, I have one more. That's how illithids and uh, Dungeons and Dragons work. Cool. You know the octopus men? God, relationship goals. They have freaking Cthulhu heads and their octopus tentacles go under your skin into your brain and then... Not gonna lie, kinda hot. <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> kinda sucks. 
Okay, I got one more, uh, and I think I have just enough time for all this. Okay, Perfect. I'll goof a lot. So, you, you, you have now known how to ask a girl out. You have yep. had great dates with her. Oh yeah, you are going steady with her. Oh yeah, and you can work with them in the workplace. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that, and, was, that was a real hurdle for me. And now you know if you're in love. So mm. now it, we have to ask the question, are you ready for marriage? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, Big right. deal. Uh, we, you've gone through a lot in this hour. We've been dating for three months, Hogan, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're ready for that next step. Okay. The opening scene sees a couple. We'll, we'll still use uh, we'll, we'll use still Hogan and Pam. I'll, I'll replace the guys' names. Alright, so opening scene sees Pam and Hogan make out. Okay. Whoa. They're like on my Christian television. <laughs> oh, and they're like they're making out, like hand on neck. They they're making out for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. To grab your attention. That's interesting. And then they stop making out. Then Pam says, Hey, you ever thought about getting married? And then she just walks into her room and then closes the door in his face. <laughs> I don't know why it was really funny when I was watching You will not see it. me again until you consider <laughs> the situation. And then, and then, like, we jump cut. Like, now, uh, now Hogan is, like, running up to the five and dime. He has a huge smile on his face. This is way longer. Way longer in the future. And he goes, hey, man, what's up, man? And he's talking to his friend. Uh, his friend, it's you, Trenton. He's talking to you now. He goes, hey, Hogan. How you been, buddy? <laughs> hey, man. Uh, you, you know Pam? Uh, guess what? Your girlfriend? Yeah. I asked her to marry me. For real, man? <laughs> Come on now, man. That's good, That's, out of, That's, char- That's out of character. Oh. So Trenton says, uh, like... Let me read my line. I, uh, well, you won't be able to read my answer already. Okay. <laughs> Trenton says... Are you sure, man? Like, Are you sure, man? Like She has one year left of high school. She has one year... <laughs> <laughs> she has one year left of high school. And you have two years left of university. you said she was 18. <laughs> she is. No, she ain't. No, she is in this. She is. She's just dumb, I guess. But oh, she, yeah. they, she do, they do purposely say in the PSA, she is 18. Okay. I feel like they could have just easily just wrote her up, like, say, she's still, she just started college. But no, she's in high school. Okay, still got to hear high school. She she's a dummy, um, okay. and uh, you still have two years. You said of, they started dating when they were eighteen. You're lying. I told you they, they were twelve. They did, yeah. <laughs> I told you they were freaking middle school. It's not gross. They're both twelve. Well, well no, 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 no. Like this is a this is two different people, but we're just saying they're Pam and Hogan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, but she had one year left of high school, uh, and you still have two years left of your university. You still got two years left of university. You're robbing the cradle, my brother. Also, what are you going to do for money? What, also, what are you going to do for money? That's when Hogan pats Trent on the back. He says, <laughs> Slaps him in the face. Spits on him. Curb stomps him. He says, Don't get in the way of my love. He says, Ever since he's asked uh, his, uh, Pam to marry marry him, she's completely abandoned the thoughts of going to college. Uh and okay, and she doesn't care, and she's gonna get a full time job while he finishes university and gets a part time job to help you know pay for a house. Um, and his you friend got it all figured out. His friend looks uh, Trenton. You you looked a little disturbed by that, and then uh, that's when Pam walks in, and your friend uh, 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 Hogan's friend, you Trenton, yes, uh, bounce out of there. You, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna leave you two alone. <laughs> boing boing boing. <laughs> I'm so glad. I should never have named him Trenton. That confused the, my brain. <laughs> my brain can't take so I think I did so great, much. though. You did fantastic. Thanks. Uh, gold star. I think I'm a natural actor. Gold my sister blood. always said that. She said I should be an actor. Yeah. And you are. I'm, I would be you too embarrassed did. to act in front of people, though. Good thing you have that's a podcast. My issue. If only I was an extrovert. <laughs> okay, so that's when um, Pam walks in, and she is distraught. She is super sad. Mm. Because, guess what? Her parents do not approve of their relationship. Um, Parents always trying to squash young love. She's crying, and she's like, My parents don't approve, Hogan. Oh, no. They say I have to finish two years of college before I can even think about getting engaged. And she's so upset. And uh, Hogan is upset. Let me ask you a question, Pam and Hogan. 
why is it such an impasse that you have to wait a couple more years? Because I want to get married now. Why? <laughs> because I love. Jeez, slow down. Hogan's upset and says, screw it. We're going to elope. We're going to have a Vegas-style wedding. Holy we crap. Screw Hogan. your parents. Well, wait, hold on, and, Hollywood. And Pam is like, no, I don't think that would be a good idea. She was told at a young age that a marriage without parents' approval already has two strikes from the start. That's true. That's true. Uh, I think I think it's a mother and father, respectively. Yeah, we'll, two strikes. Yeah, we'll have two dads, huh? Father and father. Oh, we'll have two moms. What? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you really threw me for a loop. I don't know what to say. I got you. I got him. I got him. I got him. Got him all. Got him catching all. <laughs> Hogan, I don't know why that got uh, me. I don't know. Hogan is talked out of eloping, but he, he still wants to marry. <laughs> sorry. You're good. <laughs> so, so Hogan decides I'm to good. go. I'm good. So, because mm. it's the 1950s, and Hogan still wants to marry, but he's not going to elope. <laughs> right. He's going to go to his church. He's going to go to his church wedding counselor. That's a good man, right there. So, they go to church. There you go. The counselor sits down, and they say, All right, so uh, how long have you two been dating each other? Um, and Pam responds, We've been dating for three months, one week, two days, and 17 hours. Are you serious? <laughs> That's exactly what she said. Oh... She's a yandere. Hogan, she's a yandere. Uh, she's going to cut off your Dean balls, boy. The counselor asks, well, why do you want to get married? And they respond, well, we're in love. Uh, we have fun together. They never quarrel. And we have lots of fun. And um, Fun twice. Yeah, that's how much fun they have. <laughs> they have double the fun. <laughs> get married. They're both having fun in the compounds. <laughs> He thinks that he thinks that it's really strange that they have not fought, and he says anyone will disagree eventually. Um, different opinions are healthy in a relationship. Mm. He asks, "Is this is this a problem with uh, not with having the same opinion as each other, or not giving your opinion?" Mm. That's when, uh, like they they have a conversation, and he's I think I, he says something about his job or something like. I'll just make up a scenario. He's like, I love putting peanut butter on the ceiling. You do too, babe, right? And she's like, no, I never really liked it when you put peanut butter on the ceiling. I thought it was kind of weird. And he goes, babe, what are you doing? And he's like, there you go. See, I I, I, I knew there was there was something here. It's a good point. Going back to what Mother said at the start or, you know, in stage eight. Yeah. Mature love, you want to agree on some of these things like uh, like religion and politics and stuff can be a real sticking point in a relationship if you yeah. find out that you're on opposite ends of a spectrum, right? Yeah. <clears throat> However, if you're the same exact person, that's, the, the that's point. what's the point? Yeah. You want, I mean, you're supposed to become stronger from a relationship. Yeah. Two people becoming one. Yeah. You know, bringing two heads together to create a super brain. And I think that's cool. I think it's, it's awesome. awesome. It's dope. It's it's freaking fusion and, and, and Goku. <laughs> Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> they got married. So the counselor, what he does is he uh, pulls out a giant board after... <laughs> You're gonna say a gun. I don't know why. <laughs> he pulls, pulls out a giant gun, and, and the board says the Cupid checklist. Oh, okay. And it has three things on it. If you want your relationship to work, you have to do these three things. If you want to marry, the number cu- one, the Cupid checklist. He's a pagan pastor, <laughs> is he? Huh? Number one, you need a similar background. Mm. Number two, you need to be real friends with each other. Oh, that's important. And number three, you must understand what marriage actually is. Oh. Now, he doesn't really explain this, really. He just kind of says those three things. Figure it out. Three Google, things. guys. Or ask Jeeves. We had that in the 1950s. But, like, similar backgrounds is you have to have the same religion. You have to, like, like the same things. You have the same passions. Mm. And you had to grow up in, like, the same thing. If you have, like, different ages marrying each other, that could be, like, if there's a big age gap, that's going to br- probably break a relationship because you don't have similar yeah. backgrounds and can't relate to each other. Right. 
Two, you have to enjoy each other's company, being real friends. You have to like hanging out with each other. That's like the most important part. Having long talks with each other. If your wife's not your best friend, you messed up. And you three, done messed up. Understanding marriage is not two people getting married. It's <clears throat> two people becoming one person, like you said. Right. Um, and you have to stop thinking of yourself. You have to think of each other as one unit that cannot be broken. Right. So, man, what a beautiful thing. They, they so he, this guy threw out some statistics. They're they're not backed by anything. They're just he just made them up with like different <laughs> cue cards. Right. It says couples are happier when they marry after engaging. Uh, well, they engage. They're they go and get and get engaged. Mm. And they said your relationship will not end so early if you wait longer. So if you have your married marriage in the first year after your engagement, hmm. it's probably not going to work out. It's probably going to be better if you wait around three years. Well, think about it this way. Marriage could be uh, uh, equated to an, a hammer and anvil, like a blacksmith, right? Yeah. If the, if the steel is already well-tempered and strong yeah. from years of a relationship, when you add marriage and start hammering away, yeah. that blade's not going to break, baby. It's only yeah. going to get stronger. That's true. But if you go before the blade's even quenched, but when it's still, you know, like it's still molten and dish, you know brittle and, and you, you just bam and it just breaks yeah it'll shatter it'll shatter too much stress on That's something it. that wasn't ready for it that should be in a PSA go back in time thanks man make that now, there was a, there was this movie called Fireproof that said uh, you know a marriage being fireproof isn't uh, isn't that a fire will never come yeah you know that hardship will never come but when it does come that you can withstand it and That's grow stronger from it that's beautiful Trent. it is beautiful I didn't come up with it but thank you <laughs> And it also says that when you do marry, your age also affects your happiness. So you, mm-hmm. if you get married at 15, you're not going to be happy in the marriage. If you get married at 20, you're going to be a little bit happier than if you were 15. And they said the ideal time to get married, according to this, is between 25 and 30. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. And they said that... I could go up to 35, maybe. Yeah. Well, it, that's probably getting a little... 35 little. was their cutoff point for happiness until it started to dip. Oh, so, okay. So if you get married at 40, I guess you're just not happy. Sorry, guys. I, I see that, though. Yeah, but I, I agree. I, they I, said I'm the same thing, though, for women as well. Yeah. So there you go. I'm inclined to... Yeah. I, I think that sounds pretty good. That's so, what I would like to... So I'm about to enter marrying age. I'm almost there. Yeah, you're almost got there. Got a year left. So you got a year You're already there. You better hurry up, boy. <laughs> uh, you got a year left. So but but here's the thing. If you try to get married right now, you have to wait 3 years to en- for the engagement unless better, you want to yeah, be I super happy. Get a gal quick. You yeah. be- and you better go to a wedding and start catching some bouquets. <laughs> MF <MF-er>. okay. <laughs> I go to the I go to You're on the clock. <laughs> I go to the wedding and I start beating up every woman before <laughs> the, the before the wedding is over so that when the bouquet is thrown I have ample op- opportunity because they'll all be weak because I keep punching. Well, them in the as face. soon as as soon as the bride lets go, you just have to do one of those Bruce Lee <laughs> leg sweeps to everyone around you. Jump and grab. I take my katana. I just pull it out. <laughs> everyone else is completely just dead. <laughs> <laughs> Kill Bill. Everyone just falls in a blood spurt. Oh, I like this one. All right, Trent. So, Trent, you uh. Now know everything you need to know about uh, dating uh, from the 1950s. Oh boy, I'm gonna go out and shoot my shot. I thought you. Were gonna, <laughs> I really thought you were gonna say something a lot worse. <laughs> what? Oh boy, I'm gonna shoot. go out there and shoot every woman. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was like, the well, takeaway: <laughs> I can only date a corpse. <laughs> They'll never have me otherwise. <laughs> I know. I'll ask. Through, I'll learned, ask no one out. I learned through all this. I'm worthless. Oh, don't, don't, no, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't, t- don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Coo, come on, coo, coo. It's okay, Trent. Coo, it's a Trent. Coo. You spit all in my ear, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> Take that spit as knowledge. I'm gonna get a freaking pink ear. <laughs> All because of you. Gross. Uh, it's either pink ear from me or a mono from a sweet lass. Yeah. So go out if there. If I become and... a freaking clicker starting from my ear, it's because of your spit. Freaking fungal boy. So do you think you're gonna use this uh, information and bag yourself a sweetie? <laughs> 
love that terminology. Make some whoopee. <laughs> Whoa! Get some uh, boing. Right. Uh, you should, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. We got them, folks. We I'll, got them. I'll immediately go hit up Match.com. Farmers only. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That would be a good episode idea of weird dating sites. Oh, you know that's what? That's a good episode idea. Don't steal that. I want that. Okay. Well, uh, maybe. By the way, Trent. I'll tell you if you can have it. You know, question. You know, yeah. last podcast that you did, um, I remember that you sacrificed a rabbit. <clears throat> To do oh, a yeah, Hobbit speedrun, yeah, the thing. innocent life, and and I have yet to see that podcast come up. Well, yeah, I'll get to it. Yeah. Okay, just, I just got a lot of irons in the fire. You know, I'm a busy man. I got a lot of things I need to talk about, and <laughs> some are a little bit more urgent. What can I say? I mean, the rabbit's already dead. <laughs> Not getting any better. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, anyway, um, this has been. I'll give you an hour. Um, I'm Garrett, and I'm Trent. If you need me, I will be. Uh, you know, digging a hole and then punching the dirt that came from the earth because how dare it defy me. Mm. And if you want to find me, I'll be building a woman out of clay. Yeah! <laughs> My true heart sweet. Woo! Clay woman. Call her XJ10. They, they didn't talk about clay women in the book, so I, I think uh, we, uh, we probably need to talk to them about that. Yeah. Um, if you need to reach us, you can reach us at Pod on Twitter. Or send us an email at I'll give you an hour at gmail.com. We have yet to see, receive any emails. I'm just saying, guys, if you want to be the first one to send an email, you maybe tell us an uh, interesting subject you want hey, to talk about. listen. The first one... We're open to suggestions. The first person to send us an email, we will read it as long as it is not, like, violently offensive or illegal. Right. And if only parts of it are, we can blur that. And if... Or we might just not do that, because that also sounds like something we would do. We'll to- hey, we'll totally give you, hey, hey, if you send an email, <laughs> hey, hey, we'll put you as the picture for that podcast. Okay? <laughs> don't, don't do we'll put you as the picture. Don't send us an image. It's probably going to be of a serial killer that we don't know about. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. We'll give it to the news and become heroes. If Mr. Gacy wants to become our pen pal. Oh, we'll kiss him. We'll kiss him right on his clown lips. <laughs> And we'll show his email. All right. Anyway, uh, uh, bye. 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 All right, let's make up.